Welcome to episode 90 of Flights. Football. And anything else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Oh, better than most. Not as good as some. How are you doing, Mike? Um, nervous, Dave. I mean, you know, all day long it was like going to be a September outdoor recording at the North Studio. All's quiet on the Western Front, if you will. And then we get out here and, you know, Hurricane Itis works its way up to the North Studio and the little brats running around the street yelling up and down. So... I think it's conspiracy theory, if you will, Dave. But hey, we'll make it work. We'll yep. make it work. But other than that, you... other than that, I'm fantastic. Good. What do you got for us today? Oh, what don't I have for us, Dave? I mean, it's um, hopefully I'm not going to bore the listeners. Well, I guess I am because I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> but I know, like the Chuck McPeaks and the Grandpa Blackhawks love for in-depth analysis of fantasy players and teams and this, that, and the other thing. But I'm gonna, for that, I'm going to turn you to our uh, Facebook page. So go to Facebook, search Flights Football and Anything Else, and I already have, we have a five-team competition. And what I did, Dave, is I, you had a team, I have a team, our fine friends at Bill and the Nachos, who just released their 13th episode this morning. All right. You know, normally 13 is unlucky. Yeah, today's it's lucky 13 for Spoon and the Nachos because, that, you know, you got to get to 13 before you get to 14. Yeah, you sold it like a good thing, so we'll call and, it um, And then, because obviously I'm biased towards our podcast, Dave. I think we do a hell of a job. I love our podcast. Spill and the Nachos, they do a good, good job in their podcast. I, I brought the our fine friends at Don't Forget the Popcorn, who have not done a fucking episode since December of 2020. <laughs> but for my money, if, if I were to grade podcasts, I'm going to rank Don't Forget the Popcorn ahead of Spilling the Nachos what? and Flight Football and anything else. Because I think Dave, Wes and Dave did a phenomenal job. and They, they do. And Agreed. I, I, you know. I don't know if so, I ra- I don't know if I'd rank them ahead because you know me I like to sit on the fence so I'll just put everybody on the fence. All right, well, and you're right. I mean, yeah, deep down I know we're better than they are, but fuck, <laughs> you know, I, I just a little pump their tires a little bit. But and they haven't done an episode since uh, 61 or 63 was their Christmas episode back in December of 2020. Haven't done one since. I'm hoping Will and Dave get off their ass and get one done. But I tagged them in the Facebook post, and then the fifth team is loyal fans team now if you're wondering if you're a loyal fan well if you got to wonder you're probably not so all i did we get a quarterback a running back and a wide receiver yeah six points any and all touchdowns no negative no yardage no distance nothing and you actually had the first pick and then what i did is i took on draft uh, fantasy fantasy sharks ratings and I took the 6 through 10 quarterbacks, the 6 through 10 running backs, the 6 through 10 wide receivers, and shuffled the cards, boom, you got a player. And then I went through the second, third, fourth, and fifth for all the quarterbacks. And then when we came back on the, the snake draft, the fans got 
6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, they had the chance at all five running backs. Boom. Went back to you. You got the last running back, and then you had a chance at the first running back. So all five of us have a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver already posted on Facebook. So search Flight Football and anything else. See where you fall with your team. And there will be prizes. Hey. I, I'm thinking actually a, a gift certificate to um, – uh, what's the, the brand new place opens Tuesday on uh, Tittabawassee, not uh, Logan's. Uh, oh, I, I haven't been out there. I know it's I saw in the, Mount Pleasant. I, and, um, I saw the footings go in the ground, but I never saw what was actually supposed going to be, up there. Yeah, they're supposed to be open Tuesday, um, and I'll think of it here shortly. Everybody's screaming at me. I, Chuck, you know, loyal listener Chuck, he, hell, he installed the fountain equipment. Um, not all, anyway, I'll think of it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, okay. gift certificate to that or something like that. So, so I did do the draft all on my own. Doesn't co- you might be lo- looking at your team like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. This is eh, fuck. It didn't cost you anything. Shut up. Look at your players and, and track the six uh, points for every touchdown. So, but yeah, that's where we stand. So, you know, follow us, like us on Facebook. Still don't understand Facebook 100. I'm getting. We're, I think we're getting better. Getting Agreed. better. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the normal everyday Joe can comment or post anything on our Flights Football Anything Else page. But if you're on Facebook, search Flights Football Anything Else. Give us a like. And you can see Dave's team, my team, spilling the nachos. Don't forget the popcorn and the fans, fantasy team. And if you're a betting man, I would bet on the uh, the fans team, which... Yeah. If the fan team does win, we'll have to figure out how. Because I, I ain't buying all the fucking loyal fans. Well, that's why I, I was kind of wondering how that yeah. was going to pan out. So we're, we're going to drawing exactly. There, there you, you go. go. So anyway, that's what we have there. And um, Texas Roadhouse, boom. That's there what's that, that's what's out on to the Boise. All of a sudden, I feel a little uh, hoarse, little something like I've been yelling. But hell, we haven't had practice since Wednesday. So I'm not really sure. So, listeners, I apologize ahead of time. Anyway, enough of that. I think it's time to get into our first tasting, Dave. All right, let's do it. This could be actually the longest we've went. Uh, we have yet another donation from Will Evans. Thank you, Will. Thank you, sir. And yet another from Wax Wings Brewing Company in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Last week, we tried Into the Labyrinth, Route 27. Today, we're trying Into the Labyrinth, Route 26. Ooh. Ah. 7.2% alcohol by volume. And shame on me, busy Sunday. Did quite a bit today. Do not know the uh, IBUs, but I will look that up at some point in this pod. For those of our listeners who... Keep track at home of yeah. the vitals. Yeah. yeah. I remember... Um, kind of that murky, hazy, New England-looking... Actually a little... Now, I don't know. Maybe that's just the, the red on my rusted spoke uh, brewing company glass, but it looks looked a little red. Maybe not. Grapefruit galore on the notes. Oh, my God. Cheers. A citrus circus, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm.
Yeah, wow, that's that's almost like grapefruit juice with the beer flight with, <laughs> with, with the, definitely with the beer with the texture. IPA, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yes. Um, yeah, that's actually really good. Yes. Uh huh. I, if memory served, like last week for uh, Route Twenty Seven, you gave it a three nine. I gave it a three six, and on tapped was four point two six. Yeah. So. Um, this is uh, well. I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. gonna give it away right now. But so far in the first couple pulls, give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. <clears throat> uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, since we last met, Dave, what have you been watching? Uh, just uh, my usuals. Ted Lasso, another great episode. And then, um, and now it's episode by episode with C, uh, yep. Jason Moma, and. Um, uh, Batista is his uh, brother antagonist. But I have a feeling, I have a feeling, full disclosure, you know, I looked ahead at some of the uh, trailers. Looks like they might get the brotherly love working again because they might have a common enemy coming up. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. But I think he, I think MoMA set a record in this last show. I, I think he killed maybe 567 people. Well, there, hey, there you go then. That, that could be a record. And I and I do have to say, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, don't be alarmed. And I was going to be prepared with the name of who plays uh, the queen of the Payan Empire. I, I've got to get her name. And like I said before, I think in the last pod, I said, you know, her character is batshit crazy. And you know how actors and actresses have to kind of tap into something. Right. You know, to get their mojo or whatever. And I don't even know, want to know what she's tapping into because she is bat shit crazy. It's, uh, yeah, but she does a very good job. And that's on one of the platforms that Josh Wendy, who would fall into the uh, loyal fans. Right. Listener. Apple TV Plus. Yeah, and he yeah. he ripped on us for not, you know, he's like, oh, Jesus Christ, you guys going to watch shows on the couch together. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy your subscription because we were talking about, you know, switching passwords or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" And, and I'm like, "Hey, just relax, dude. You know, Dave's a little tight with his password. Relax." Um, in addition to Coven, listen, I have twelve and thirteen to rewatch. I mean, we, you know, we know how that turns out. Um, third installment of American Horror Story double feature, and like you, I. Love it. Through three episodes, chapter 10 of American Horror Story is phenomenal. I'm not going to pump Evan Peters' uh, tires any more than I did last week. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. But I did, I'm a little le- leery because, it, like like you, when you kind of like scroll ahead, hey, what's coming up? All right. I, I mentioned to the listeners last week that it's a, you know, a, ba- a vampire Mm-hmm. Like there's some vampire, but I think what they mean by double feature, I think we're soon enough we're going to have a little vampire meets aliens, which has me a little <laughs> concerned because Cause I can deal with the vampires. I absolutely fucking hate alien shit. That's just <laughs> dumb. I, I have no interest in it. But aliens and dragons, I think you said exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it and this and. If you look ahead and you watch some of the previews, they have the vampire people, you know, basically fighting the alien, you know, the typical 
when you see it, when you picture it, when somebody said the word alien, the stereotypical. Oh, the great big black eyes. Yeah, exactly. The, okay. yeah. So, and those two characters are fighting each other, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, this better not be turned into a sci-fi fucking joint. This sucks. But <laughs> I'm biased so much towards American Horror Story, I'm probably going to deal with it. Right. And, um, oh, boy. What if the vampires end up jumping into bed with the aliens? Would that make it better for no, you? No, it would make it worse, actually, because okay. vampires should hate the aliens. Okay. So, oh, and the other thing, our listeners should note, Sunday, at time of recording, Sunday, 7.45-ish, as we speak, at the moment, September 4th, correct? Yeah. Tonight. No, nine, September, sorry, 5th. Okay, 5th, good call. Um, tonight, 9 p.m., showtime. <laughs> Terrible drum roll, but nonetheless, Billions is back, baby. So, hey, most podcasters would say, hey, Dave, can we uh, reschedule this recording? Because I want to get right back into Billions. So, hopefully, on uh, the Showtime rewatch or whatever on it is. Demand. On demand. On demand, yeah. Liz and I will be able to watch it tomorrow over my cup of coffee, but... Um, yeah, I can't fucking wait. Is you know, I I don't know. I've made it clear to the listeners that I actually <laughs> absolutely love fucking Bobby Axelrod. You've made it abundantly oh, yeah. clear. Um, oh, the other thing that the other one you got to watch. And I'm telling you right now, Netflix. You know, if the if we were on uh, YouTube, listeners would see me tipping my cap to Netflix. They've come out with a series called Untold. Uh, you know, that was the Malice at the Palace that I actually talked about here. But I've watched um, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, that one boxer in the 80s, the female boxer that was a, a badass. I can't think of her name. That's irrelevant. Mm. And the most recent one is called Crime and Penalties. And it's about... Um, Hockey. Yes. And it was... Um, How did I know that? I can't think of the guys. I've drawn a blank. But supposedly, maybe so, maybe not. That's who the Sopranos was, was actually mo- modeled after this guy because he's from New Jersey. No, he owned a uh, trash pickup business, and he would extort money from people. And his son's name was AJ, and the Sopranos' the son's name was AJ. Oh wow! And so anyway, but he he buys this guy a hockey team, and it's it's a United States Hockey League team, and legitimately, yes, a neighborhood dog even. Is, Admitting he likes the the oh, untold yeah, series, I heard that, and it's actually phenomenal. You, you go in this AJ guy. If you just watch the previews, you look at it like ah, oh, he's a fucking prick. He's a cocksucker. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this spoiled fucking prick already. But you watch the series, it's like all right, it, it, it's wonderful. And even like, I don't really understand the untold about Caitlyn Jenner because if you watch that, it's basically Caitlyn Jenner reliving Bruce Jenner's journey through the 76 olympics when he set a a point is right. it still a points record for the decathlon or at the time it was i don't know if anybody surpassed it. yeah i don't i don't know either i there was like there was super dave or dave and there were those oh yeah guys. yeah 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 the yeah what the hell was anyway and then and then there's been there's been another guy since then uh not this last decathlete um here this past summer but the the guy before there was one guy before him um, mm, no, I, I didn't know we were going to, we were going to get to this point, so I didn't research it, but yeah. Anyway, 
It could be, but I don't think so. But anyway, at the time, but and what I, what puzzles me about the untold is a, it's like not really sure what's untold about it because he, yeah. I mean, it was basically Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, it's basically Caitlyn Jenner, who hey, I'm not gonna I'm not knocking anybody for being who they are, what they are, who they are, what they want to be, what who they think they are, but you know, Bruce Jenner I think was an effeminate looking, but decent looking man. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner is one fucking ugly woman. I really don't care what you do. Hey, she's happy. Again, another tip of the cap to her. But right. not your cup of tea. Oh, she's fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's fucking ugly. Yeah, you because you look at her, you know. She was a man at one time, and actually, she's more manly as Caitlyn than Bruce was as Bruce. And Bruce, you know, but anyway. Hey, that's that in the business they call that getting off on a tangent. Then anyway, the Untold series, like I know there's at least four. Um, Christy Martin, that's the boxer's name of the, of oh, the okay. '80s. If you remember that white girl, the name's familiar. Yeah, now. You, you know she just beat the fuck out of people, and that's actually an interesting backstory to her. So it's Christy Martin, Malice at the Palace, Crime and Penalties, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner. So. All right. I, I I say it's Netflix's version of ESPN's Thirty for Thirty. They're they're just brilliantly done. I will. I'm I'm going to make it a point here in the next week to try to catch one of those. How long are they? Hourish. Hourish. Hour. Yeah. Okay. One. Yeah. It's um, untold is episodes, right. but they're just distinctly different episodes. So, right. And I've like seen, Thirty for Thirty. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen four of them. I don't know if I've missed any or if there are more to come, but I've seen four. And if I ranked a Malice at the Palace would be one, Crime and Penalties two, and then Christy Martin, Caitlyn Jenner would be tied for third. Gotcha. Um, oh, hey, before we rate Into the Labyrinth, again, go to Facebook, search Flights Football and anything else, and you'll see that I posted, it was from Twitter, but it was actually a TikTok video yep. that somebody posted on Twitter of Trent Delfer, former NFL quarterback. Yep, and went viral. It went it went viral big time. And why? And what drove me to it was Trent Delfer, very remorseful for his behavior, and says he should have been more of a leader. So I'm thinking, all right, man, God, Trent lost it on the sideline, and you know, turned those fucking dogs next door. I fucking kill those ugly cocksuckers. I fucking hate those dogs, Dave. I fucking hate those fucking dogs. Anyway, so Trent Dilfer, and, and they, no, they, and then anyway, they get a thousand dollars or more for those dogs, and they're the ugliest fucking things on the planet. So anyway, back, back to Trent Dilfer. So I'm reading the headline, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, what did he do? Did, did he fucking strip this guy down to his underwear and, you know, pull a carry movie, drop pig's blood over him and, you know, make fun of the size of his dick and spit in his face and pistol whip him and tar and feather him? Or, boy, what? So I clicked the video, which is posted on our Facebook. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? We are this soft as a fucking country? That's yeah. what I want my head coach to do. All he's doing is... He get he's putting his finger in the face. He's trying to get his co- player's attention, and the fucking kid throws his helmet to the fucking track. Right. You know the the late great Ed Perry, who I've mentioned a number of times on this podcast. 
he may have fucking killed me had I threw my fucking helmet onto the track. Yeah, right. And all he's all Trent Dilfer is doing, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. And he's pointing his finger at me, and this fucking guy's walking away from him, throws his helmet. Yeah. And Trent Dilfer's the bad guy there? I want my guy. In fact, I may make Nick and Justin go back into high school sports and play for Trent Dilfer, even though they're, though they're above age. Because if, if you have an issue with Trent Dilfer coaching that way, then you know what? Get your kids out of sports. Bubble wrap them, put them in the basement, and let the world end because th- – that's fucking coaching. Right. I mean, there, yeah, he yeah. did nothing wrong. Yeah, I mean, according to what, to what was on the video, I didn't I didn't see anything egregious or anything worth tar and feathering or... Well, exactly. I mean, he's animated. He's, he's mad at his player. Oh, yeah. that, but a coach should get mad, you, you know? Well, I, I, I was going to... When I looked at that and, um, you know, and thought about the situation, there, I was driving through Lakeview, Lakeview today. I was driving through Lakeview. Do you remember what happened in Lakeview? No. Youth football? The one time we went out to Lakeview? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was from third grade on up to eighth grade was a complete mm. annihilation every game. And we couldn't yeah. – I mean, we were putting in every kid, every play, switching kids right. in and out. And, and the you know, the coaches on the other side of the field were kind of like putting their hands up, you know, hey, come on, man. We're like, what do you want to, What do you want our kids to do? You right. know, when the ball gets snapped, lay down on the ground? I mean, no, right. we're not going to do that, but we could. Did you see the score? I think we played younger sisters in, I don't, I don't, in, in that game. I don't know. But here's the thing. In this situation, in that game with, with Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I him, did not see any score. What was oh, okay. Well, do you know, by the way, it's kind of ironic. The kid that he was yelling at in the video, Bo Dawson. Oh. Is his name. That is ironic. Isn't it? Right. <laughs> All right. Who is the son of his special teams coordinator, former NFL kicker, Phil Dawson? Okay. I'm familiar with Phil Dawson. And Phil so, probably so, had no fucking issue with it. Probably not. So, um, they won that game 62-7. to seven. So, at that point in the game, you know it was a, just a thrashing, a total beating right. beatdown. So the kids were probably what I gather from the article is the kids were getting all cocky. Right. They were kind of doing whatever, getting all, you know, and he probably, and this kid probably, you know, Dawson's kid probably taunted the other team up sixty-two to seven, or or, or maybe Dilfer's calling him off, going, "Hey, we're supposed to be doing this. This is what I yeah. asked you to do. This is what we're working on." The kid goes, probably said something like, "We're up fifty-four to nothing, coach." You know, giving him a right. little bit of lip. Because um, it said something about talking back right. in the in the tweet, um, but this team. <laughs> so in their first two games, um, they've won 138 to 14. They're pretty good. I, mean, hey, I can you... see wanting to keep your kids a little bit focused for the games. You got to have some competition coming down the line, I would right. think. But. What a coaching staff that is, though. Trent Dilfer and Phil <laughs> two Dawson. NFL yeah. quarter, two NFL players on your team, yeah. So How does that happen? But, yeah, so, I mean. Oh, yeah, it's a parochial but team. I, Sorry, I, I, did I, guess, I say that out loud? Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, well, I guess that is the society we live in now with every, again, mentioned Ed Perrier. There would have been many viral moments with him as our coach. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. From throwing a helmet at a player and saying, oh, get sure. off my field, you fucking chicken shit, right. to the, the players, ain't no fucking chicken shit. <laughs> and then, you know, he came back and actually had a great season because of the 
that type of coaching. So right. it's just a different age we live in, and it's just like I certainly hope nobody looks down upon Trent Dillon for that because actually, as soon as the kid threw his helmet to the track, that's when he should have been choked out. By anybody, I don't care about Trent Dilfer, Phil Dawson, the assistant coach, the cheerleaders, the band, whoever. Somebody just choked his ass out and said, "No, you, hey, don't be fucking throwing your helmet to the track." And all he told him was, "Sit down, right. sit down, sit down." And he a little finger in the chest, a fucking finger in the chest. If you can't take a finger in the chest, fucking shut up and get out the fucking field. Right, you're a loser. So anyway, but yeah, so again, for the hundredth time. Go to, go to our Flights Football and Anything Else uh, Facebook page, and you can see the video I'm talking about. And I wish there was a way people could comment on that page as opposed well, to the I'm, Mike and Dave I'm telling page. you what. Like I said, I mean, we're, get, we're getting close. It yeah, says, we're getting better. It we're says better. invite friends. Yep. It says it says invite friends on that on the, on the business platform, but it doesn't work anything like on the personal right. platform. So it, We're getting there, though. We're getting better at it. I don't it. understand. I'm, I mean, I'm not... I'm not a non-techie, so it's still, it's just I got to spend a, a decent amount of time in a row looking at it and working at it. So anyway, right. enough about that. Enough about that. So what we're going to rate, and as soon as we end segment one, I'm going to get my phone off the charger and look up the IBUs and the untapped rating because shame on me, I didn't do it beforehand. But, all right, if I recall, this is grapefruity. Smooth but grapefruity, and I am going to give it. I know I liked Route 27 better. Route 27 last week I rated it at 3.60, so I'm going to go 3.45 just because the more you drink, the more grapefruit you taste. And grapefruit is one of my least favorite fruits. Very drinkable, nice IPA flavor. And a 3.45 is not a bad rating, but it is what it is. I'm going 3.45. All right, so uh, the grapefruit normally, if the grapefruit is really tart, I mean, if it's that grapefruity, I'm not a big grapefruit fan. But this is, I think the beer actually smooths it over I don't because I don't get that. This, I think, is better than 27. Uh, this is delicious. I drank this as probably the fastest i've you know drank a pint in quite a while uh i'm i've got to go because i went 3.9 i think on 27 yes you did i'm going 4.15 Woo! all right well no i can i can drink this if possible and and i i guess that's the beauty and that's shows the our yin and yang of our podcasting because what and i i guess you could even you know turn back the clock 86 episodes ago and we've talked about this. A lot of what you like is what I don't necessarily like, and what I like is what you don't, because that's actually what kept. Again, three point four five is not a bad rating. I like this. I would if you had another. If, if we were just oh, over yeah. your house and you say, hey, "All I got is another experimental." Yep, yeah, I'll it. hell yeah, bring it. And I'm gonna keep drinking. It ain't no fucking <laughs> dummy day. But it's. I mean, it is just like. Smack that! I mean, this is great. I mean, this is like taking a grapefruit, oh, yeah. cutting it in half, and just squeezing. Well, yeah, it into since a... the beginning, I've been the sweet tooth of the group, and so I, I think this has a fruity, right, 
grapefruit flavor without the tartness of the act of, of an you know actually sucking on a grapefruit all right and hey listeners if you need the ibus and the untapped rating that's how we'll lead off the second segment because shame on me i didn't do it all right dave well hey before we get to the second tasting i know many a many a many listeners many americans at sitting at the end of their seat saying God damn, like the IBUs and the untapped rating of, hey, relax, I promised, I'll deliver. The infamous, I'm going to call it, you know what, the new untapped version, Dave, says zero IBUs. I'm sticking with the infamous NA. Yeah. I don't like zero. You know, zero slash NA IBUs. Nope, don't like it at all. And with quite possibly... A uh, podcast low. Really? 179 check-ins. Shut up. It's got to be one of the lowest. Um, But, hey, those 179 people absolutely loved Into the Labyrinth Route 26 because, well, actually, I think for the second time in four fucking ratings, you were fucking right on it because you went 415 and the other, the 179 people that checked in it's averaged out to 4.15. So you guys like, and again, I was three, four, five. So it's, yeah. like, you know, it's not like I just said it's Well, sucked. if you don't like grapefruit, you don't yeah, like grapefruit. Exactly. Yeah. But hell, I'll still drink it. <laughs> All right. Second item up for bid on the Price is Right, also known as Episode 90 of Lights, Football, and Anything Else. We have Black is Beautiful mm-hmm. from Weathered Souls Brewing Company. In Traverse City, Michigan, by way of San Antonio, Texas. What? Yeah, I mean, it's um, hosted by Weather Souls Brewing Company, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. So, anyhow. Yeah, I was at Middle Coast Brewing uh, last weekend. I think last weekend. Middle Coast? Yeah, produced and canned by Middle Coast Brewing Company, Traverse City, Michigan. Where do you see that on the can? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. And I didn't even read that part. I just saw hosted by Weathered Souls Brewing Company, San Antonio, Texas, which is right under the slogan, Brewed to Support Justice and Equality for People of Color. Right. And then right underneath that, it says, hosted by Weathered Souls Brewing Company, San Antonio, Texas. So oh, that's... Yeah, I don't know what I don't know. Yeah, what well, that we're means. gonna have we're gonna have to research what because yeah, weathered souls because the logo is right above it. Right, exactly. So, well, hey, anyway, a ten percent zero slash NA. It's a um, imperial stout with natural macadamia and chocolate flavor. And I'm you, looking for uh, it. Me this. too, because. Mr. IPA, as the listeners know, probably since around episode, what, 73-ish? Mr. IPA has actually become, like, almost Porter Stoutmaster. <laughs> you know, because... Say that I, fast three times. But yeah, yeah, I don't even think I can. I don't even remember what I said. But you're doing a lot of writing, Dave. I don't see your finger cocked to open oh, this Why I'm so excited. Let's. There we go. Here we go. All right. All right, Tasting 2, Episode 90, Black is Beautiful. Into the not-a-big-deal glass. Yes, and we both are going into the not-a-big-deal. Oh, 
That's so just, not yeah. not forty weight, like total. Exactly, but a, a nice. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Cheers. Not sure if I'm getting any macadamia, but I'm definitely getting some chocolate. You know what? It, it, you know, ninety episodes in, I almost feel that's good. Is I'm cheating. You know, like you you're know, like, cheating on IPAs. I think I am. I think I, I think I'm having an affair on IPAs. You slut. I must be because this. I, although you know, if we did the math, ninety times three, two hundred and seventy. I bet you we've done. 200 of the 270 have been IPAs. Yeah. You grow grow accustomed to it, and then all of a sudden, a little stout has slipped in there. It's like, hmm, (laughs) what do you say there? Stouty wowie. (laughs) Oh, it's like, oh. So, and I probably, you know, we didn't do a podcast based on Coors Light and Miller Light. No. Light Pilsners. No, certainly not. It's an IPA podcast. And here I am, it's like, well, these fucking stouts and porters are fucking pretty good, really. So, there's some great flavor. It, oh, there's a, it, that, that's the key. That I mean, they're so rich in flavor, it's mind-boggling. And I I'm ashamed of myself. Like, like Again, it's I cheated on the IPA. <laughs> I'm, I'm an IPA cheater. Well, I have to admit, I mean, if I'm actually looking forward to um, just taking the first pull off of this one. I'm thinking, hmm. That uh, Kentucky bourbon uh, Christmas, oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for that bad boy to come back out. Well, yeah, that this is uh oh, the lock, you know, I like it. I will let the research more though. The uh, base, the um, Weathered Souls Brewing in San Antonio, Texas, versus what does that mean? Hosted? I don't. You know the, what I mean? Okay, Middle Coast Brewing Company. So maybe Weathered Souls. Help them concoct it, or like, all right, okay, you know, we're right. bigger, we're bigger than you, because I would imagine San Antonio, Texas, has got more pull. But they don't have the distribution yes. to get. Their... So yeah, so maybe Middle Coast made it, and Weathered Soul said, all right, yeah, we'll get it out there for you. Yeah. So yeah, Jesus Christ, as at the fish man would say, maybe if you guys researched anything, you you'd have a much better pod. Yeah, maybe you're right. But hey, fuck it, it's still it's still a good fucking beer. Um, all right, Whew, gotta yes. get you get your clock ready, Dave, because right. it's time for everybody's favorite. Mike's twirl around the sports world in five minutes, or less. Or less. Is that my good radio yep. voice? Yes, an excellent radio voice, and not a lot happens, so I think it's going to be a no-brainer. All right, and go. All right, first and foremost, as the listeners like to. No, I start out with my beloved Red Sox. Lost Monday and Tuesday to the Rays, and then beat the Rays Wednesday and Thursday, surprisingly enough. Beat at the Fishman's Indians Friday and Saturday, and I guess apparently against uh, all baseball rules, the Red Sox cannot sweep anybody, so the Indians <laughs> took it to the Red Sox today 11-5. to So the Red Sox were 4-3 and three in the week. I think they're looking good for a wild card spot. The second wild card spot, which means they have to face the Yankees, and the Yankees have their number. So, hey, it is what it is, and that's where we stand on that. A couple interesting baseball facts, figures, and antidotes. Robbie Ray 
Blue Jays pitcher became the fastest ever to record 1,000 strikeouts. Of all the strikeout pitchers in the world, I don't know if you would ever mention Robbie Ray amongst them. September 1st, 1971. So basically 50 years ago. You know, 50 years ago, four days ago. So yeah. the 50th anniversary, the Pittsburgh Pirates put out the first what is believed to be the first ever. And it, it you know, oh, God. What goes, this, this goes to, you know, everybody says we don't plan or we don't practice or we don't rehearse. But this shows you how what a professional organization, flight football and anything else is, is because on an episode where the second beer is black is beautiful. Yes. 50 years ago on September 1st, 1971, Let us have the it. Pittsburgh, I almost said Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Pirates started the first ever all nine all black Afro-Latino lineup. No. Oh, why? And and we're drinking black as beautiful as our second tasting. It's almost as if this is a fucking professional organization, Dave. Oh, Think yeah. about it. All right, NFL. Hey, everybody. <laughs> the NFL's back. The NFL's king. It reigns supreme. Um, obviously, my Bears on Sunday Night Football at St. Louis. St. Louis. At Los, the Los Angeles Rams. Not looking forward to that matchup, but in week one, uh, Thursday night, four days from now, Dallas at Tampa. And then the, the game I'm most interested in is Green Bay at New Orleans. I mean, the Saints' first game opening day without Drew Brees in quite a while. Plenty of uh, action in the NFL. Those are the two games I'm looking for. I want to say I'm looking for the Sunday night game, but... Uh, I think the Rams are going to take it to my Bears. Whatever. Hope I'm wrong. College football. My beloved Canes, rated number 14 in the country. Have no fucking idea. No fucking idea how they're rated at 14. Because when they play a, a major powerhouse like Alabama, um, they come in limp dick. I mean, limp dick can't get it up. And they get fucking housed by the better team. Alabama, who I think... 47, maybe even 67 people from Alabama last year's national championship team were drafted in the first round this year. And hell, there's only 32 picks in the first round. Alabama had 67 of them. So you know they had a lot of people leave. And Alabama still beat them by fucking 30 points. Right. So is Alabama that good or is Miami a fucking pretender? Maybe a combo of both. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll go with a combo of both. Uh, plenty of college football. I mean, fucking UCLA beats LSU, uh, Michigan, houses Western Michigan. Uh, some transfer cat destroyed Northwestern for Michigan State. Four touchdown run, 250-some yards rushing. I mean, I could spend all five minutes on college football. We have a NASCAR race, uh, 6 p.m., the Cookout Southern 500, which is ongoing right now, so I can't give you the winner. Maybe by the end of the pot I can. And then Patrick Cantley won again. I mean, and maybe Dave, you can elaborate. Maybe you can elaborate on the particular golf outing that was going on today because it was different scoring. But so, other so, than that, yeah. I have nothing. And once again, I will give our listeners time back as it 
Mike's twirl around the sports world with five minutes left was in 4.34 seconds. Nice job, Mike. Thank you very much, David. That's why they call you a champ. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, Candelay in the Tour Championship, uh, his nickname, Patty Ice, is uh, coming in on the 18th par 5, right? Yes. He's got a one-shot lead. If he wins this tournament, he's got enough points to close out the FedEx Cup. Okay, now for you non-golfers, the FedEx Cup, they keep points for how you finish in tournaments the whole, you know, during the season. And so uh, what's so big about that, you say? Well, uh, he's got a, a six iron into the green. Uh, Patty Ice sticks it to within 12 feet. All he's got to do pretty much with what uh, his uh, John Rahm, you know, he didn't have that great of a – you assumed with his putt he's probably going to two-putt it. But um, pretty much iced it. And the FedEx Cup winner gets how much money, Mike? Fifteen million dollars that's a nice chunk of change Dave. that's a good paycheck i'd quit my day job for that you think so now but all right we were at um my second big league big money fantasy when i say big money I, i'm not talking money that you could retire on but it's it's worth sticking sure. around and playing for right we had our draft today which Last Sunday, I drafted 7th, took Devontae Adams. This Sunday, I drafted 8th, took Devontae Adams. Come on, Devontae Adams. Anyway, I was talking to a loyal listener, Jim Sonny Baird, a huge Irish fan. He's watching his Irish right now, plays uh, play, uh, Florida State. Hour into the game, probably into the first quarter. I don't know the score. But anyway, and he's a golfer, and we're talking about it. He's like, wait, Patrick Hantley entered this tournament with a, a two-stroke lead, so... I don't really get this tournament. I mean, what was this? Because he said, unless Jim's wrong, yeah. he said when they started playing this thing today, yeah. Cantley started with a two-stroke lead based on previous things. So that I don't really understand. Today he started? La- no, to start the tournament, unless I was, I don't think I was that drunk. Where yeah, I a two-point lead in two the Two-stroke lead in the start of the tournament. All right, so there's contra- yeah. yeah. Hey, I might have been I may have uh, been a little buzzed or not really listening to Jim. Either could have been true. Gotcha. So on Thursday, you're saying there we'll everybody out. started f- from ground zero in the tour championship. Yeah, typically. Okay, well, yeah. So maybe I missed. Maybe he. Maybe Jim did say he started with a two-stroke lead today, but like that's an odd statement to make. It was like, well, yeah, because I know I'm. Golf Sunday, somebody's up and somebody's down. I mean, that's not news breaking. Yeah, I don't want to flip back through my ESPN app right now to see what he actually started the day with. Um, I was traveling all over the state again, picking up beds and dropping stuff off and whatever. So, um, no excuses though. No excuses to make a great pod. No, exactly. Yeah, but and maybe Jim. I'm not even going to say Jim's wrong. Maybe I misunderstood him. I thought Could've he been. said Cantley was ahead yeah. when the tournament started because the whole tournament was based on points throughout the year or something. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe that was because I was huffing. I don't know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> um, but, hey, Thursday night, Dave. Here it is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Four nights from tonight, the NFL is back. Um, love the Bears. Not really looking forward to the matchup Sunday night in Los Angeles against the Aaron Donald-led Rams. Right. Hey, I'll be there watching. 
you know, probably recording the pod with the game on silent. But we'll worry about that. Possibly. We'll, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll see worry about that later. Going. But um, in a lot of, you know, so 32 teams in the NFL, that's one matchup. So now we are down to 30, 15 matchups, a lot of humdrum matchups. Right. I'm looking forward to two. Lay it on me. Thursday's the first game of the year. Yeah. Dallas at the defending Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the other one I'm looking forward to that I think will be the best game of the, the, the week, even without Drew Brees, who's in retirement, is Green Bay at New Orleans. And yeah, uh, of the two, give me Green Bay, New Orleans, because I think Tampa's going to take it to Dallas. So right. Thursday night, it, you know, to start the NFL season, going to be a bit of a clunker. But hey, I've been wrong before. Any anything jump off the page at you, Dave? Well, there are three that jumped off the page for me, and you mentioned two of them. Well, uh, I think no, no, great no, no, minds, no. brother, great minds. Well, true, true. You mentioned one of them. Right. So the Dallas, uh, Tampa Bay. So, you know, a lot of buzz going on with uh, Dak and Zach, or Zeke, Zach. Uh, His school's friends call him Zach, I think. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Um, With Dak and Zeke uh, versus the GOAT. You know what I mean? And his crew to see what's going to happen there. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. The other thing, though, with all the buzz with um, um, Coach Ohio State, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. God, we were Jacksonville. Talk- we were talking about it before the pod. I don't know why I brain farted on his name there. Uh, I want to see how that. I, I just. I'm that curious to see how that's going to go down against, um, against Houston. Houston. Yep. But I mean, I don't think Houston's that big of a competitor necessarily. It might be a humdrum. Typically, matchup, typically but- Houston's the real deal. But it, given the uh, massage issues of certain quarterback, they're a little bit understaffed right so um the other one that kind of popped out cleveland versus kc all right so cleveland there's been some buzz about cleveland a new attitude this is their year um you know and and they have all the tools and apparently everybody including their um sometimes way out there in left field receiver um Everybody seems to be clicking and on board, according to them. So I want to see what happens with Cleveland and uh, and the Chiefs. That whale right receiver would that be old Dal Beckham Jr. That would be. All right. Well, in that game, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I do agree with what you said about the Browns. I think they're up and comer. Could be threatened. Could be threatened. Could be a threat. They're my Cinderella team. I want to see them do well. All right. I think they will lose the first game because I think the Chiefs are the real deal. All right. So, all right. Uh, what else we have here, David? Uh, we also have, what about this dude, Michigan transfer, Ren Heftley. Hefty? Heftley? Heft, H-E-F-T-E-Y? Hefty? Sure. Sounds right to me. Yeah. From Presbyterian Blue Horse. Ten touchdowns? Are you kidding me? In three quarters. He didn't even yeah. make it. They sat him down in the fourth quarter. That is a uh, NCAA a, record. I don't care what level you're at. Ten touchdowns is ten touchdowns, no matter how, <laughs> however you slice it. But now, the 
normally when one player has like 10 touches like that, you expect like a 77 to nothing game. What did you say the final of that game 84 was? 84-43. So, yeah, the opposition <laughs> threw up. I mean, so the, he yeah. needed the majority of those 10 touchdowns because the opposition threw 43 on the board. It was like, because he doesn't get 10 touchdowns, fuck, they may lose that game. <laughs> well, normally if the other team right. scoring 43. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another stat from the game was he was 38 of 50 for 538 yards. 38 wow. of 50. So, God. That's a good day. That's a good day. That's a good <laughs> day think? at any level. Oh, speaking of good day, I, let's go back to the Cantley thing. I've got a quote. The one quote in the ESPN, just the short little article they did right after he won. Um, <laughs> check out this quote from Cantley. Felt like a huge win, and it was. <laughs> hey. When you put $15 million yeah. in your pocket. Huge win. <laughs> Felt like it anyway. Yeah. Hell, it feels like a huge win to me, and I'm not getting any of that money. $15 million, that's just craziness. Right. I know our listeners are quite disappointed this week that Oscar De La Hoya tested positive for COVID, so he had to back out of his fight. I think he's like 100 years old, and apparently he was fighting somebody, but had to back out because of COVID. And he did shoot a Twitter video from his hospital bed because he's hoping to get better. I Insert eye roll emoji here, if you will, please. <laughs> so... um. And, wow, fuck, I know there's one other thing in the sports world I want to talk about, but can't. Uh, oh, we've touched on it. And Miami, my, my Canes. I, I'm a Miami Hurricane football fan, and I just cannot figure out why they are so shitty. They, I mean, this is like the third coach. And, you know, when they face much lesser competition, they roll. They're a good team. But when they go against the big boys, they're shit. And are they still passing around that big bling thing, like on defense, or they? Yeah, they got even. Well, they didn't last night, but <laughs> um, yeah, they they had the turnover chain, which I don't mind okay. that shit. I mean, you gotta get you know, you, you got to work with whatever, whatever gets your team motivated. But it's like I just don't get that. I mean, hey, if they would have lost to Alabama 38-35, it would have been a badass game. It'd be like, hey, all right, well, you met him on a neutral field. Yep. You 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 fucking hit the national champion in the mouth. They buckled, but just overcame it. Hey, all right, cool. Every time they face a big boy, they fucking get slaughtered. That fucking game was over. You know, I couldn't even get my hand down my boxers and you know <laughs> juggle no, the ju- no, no, juggle stop, the juggle the juggle. Right yeah, now. you know how you watch TV and you slide your hands in your boxers and you kind of juggle them around. <laughs> I couldn't even get my hands in my boxers and the fucking game was over. Like, well, ain't no use getting this excited about this. You know, what about my business? That's crazy. I mean, it's just frustrating. Coach after coach, how does Miami not be able to recruit top-notch athletes? It's Fucking frustrating, but then again, that's my knock against because all uh, the good athletes are going to Alabama and, and Clemson. Clemson. Oh, who lost ten to three? What a lost fucking weird game! Yeah. What a fucking strange game that was. Ten Holy to three. Oh, what is this nineteen? What is this nineteen twenty two? Ten to three? Are you fucking kidding me? Then UCLA fucking beats LSU. Yeah. Oh, just strange, strange but true. Oh, oh. I wanted to bring this up last week, 
and I know nobody's going to care. And this is, and I know you're not going to be. No offense, but you're probably not going to have an opinion on it. But I want to get it off my chest in case there's one listener out there that can empathize with my angst. Jonathan Davis or Corey Taylor? Corn Slipknot. What way are you going? I'm fucking so torn on the, on this subject matter. I can't believe it. I mean, on the one end, I'm like, oh, Jonathan Davis from Corn is way better. Listen, you know, listen to All in the Family. It's almost like a rap battle between Jonathan Davis and uh, Fred Dirtz. You know, parental discretion advised because it's pretty offensive. But then you listen to um, Corey Taylor and Slipknot, and you're like, oh, Slipknot, what a fucking fantastic. I mean, so who are, who's your lead singer, Dave? I mean, and, and I know you don't listen to Corn or Slipknot, and this is me talking out loud, but this is one of the personal demons that I struggle with. It's like... Jonathan Davis, Corey Taylor, Corn Slipknot. What is it? So, um, can I ask a question yes, first? Go ahead. Is one of your other demons just going on a ninety-degree tangent from college football? Absolutely. To... <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, <laughs> like, hey, it welcome, took me welcome, about ten seconds to figure out we're what, talking about. And welcome to a day inside my head where it's like, you know, I'm the ADD kid. It was like, oh. Oh, look, at there's Santa. There's Santa. Oh, what did I get for Christmas? What, oh, look at the squirrel. I mean, that's me. I mean, that's me. I mean, it's like. It's, I need a neck brace from the whiplash <laughs> I just took from going from, I thought we were like yeah. college football. In my mind, college football ended, and then all of a sudden we went into the Corey Taylor, Jonathan Davis battle. Because it's like, it's a hard sell. Well, here, here wait a minute. I've got a quarter. Corey Davis. Well, you fucking butchered it because you joined their name. Corey Davis is a wide receiver for the Jets. It's whatever. Corey Taylor, Corey Jonathan Taylor, Davis. whatever. See? See, now as confused as you are about that, that's how confused I am about it. So, hey, listeners. Oh, what one of our listeners would have any remote interest in this topic? Nick Witzke. Talk to me, buddy. What do you think? Jonathan Davis and Corn or Corey Taylor and Slipknot. And you know what? I will Google at the break, Dave. I will admit sometimes I confuse the two and it's maybe it's Corey Taylor and Slipknot and Jonathan Davis and Corn, <laughs> but no, Jonathan Davis of Corn and Corey Taylor of Slipknot. Yeah, that's what it is. But I get the but, but they're both brilliant. And if I'm if I'm having a band and I need a singer in front of it, I don't know which one of the two I'm going to take. But listen to All in the Family from Corn, rap battle between Jonathan Davis and Fred Dirt. Yeah, I also ah. thought for a minute I was like, well, Mike, you know, like the Hemeter Corn is done for the year. I don't. It, <laughs> right. it, it was delicious, but I don't think they sell it anymore. Exactly, and. Hey, two great bands. Oh, by the way, speaking of great bands, Iron Maiden just released a new album. No way. The the first song that I've heard is very good. I have not listened to the album, but the diminutive one, Bruce Dickinson <laughs> on vocals. Isn't that something that the key bands of this era are like all in the 60s? They're, they're in their 60s. That's fucking embarrassing. That's why I'm I'm all about the uh, Bullet for My Valentine uh <laughs> Motionless and white, 
Okay. Bad flower. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Bad, you guys have yeah. never Bad, no. none of our listeners have heard of because you're too fucking old. Well, no, just you talk about that, and I just saw in the news the other day, ABBA is putting out a new album in the first time in 30 years. All right. Well, I was never an ABBA fan. But. <laughs> you know, just like what you were talking about. All right, Dave. Let's go ahead and rank Black is Beautiful. Yes. You're first. I am going to go. This is actually, Mike, you've hit two out of the park so far. Thank you very much. That's what I'm here for, Dave. Oh, my gosh, that's good. I always used to be the higher rater, but I have a feeling you're going to rate higher than me again. Wait, before you rate, let me write mine down. All right, so the listeners okay, know I've got, not, I've got I'm mine done. written down. Yep, I'm done. Right here, pen down. Pen down. I'm, I've already written it. All right, so um, delicious. Almost with the macadamia nut. At one point, I thought it was almost a little coconut. I don't know why. It just popped into my head. Um, it smooths the whole thing over. Tons of flavor. 4.0. Oh, all right. So I went 4.05. Hey. I, I thought it was just a smidge above a four point. And again, fantastic. I, I feel as I'm cheating on my beloved IBA, but hey, it is what it is. Get over it. Find yourself a new mate, I guess. So. All right, untapped. Oh, okay. See now, this one much more popular. Ten thousand four hundred check-ins. So a pretty good sample size. Our untapped folks are right in line with us. We like it a smidge more than the untapped, but our untapped folks put it in at three point nine three. Right there. Yeah. So I mean, essentially, so all all of us are rated in line of force. Quality beer, black is beautiful. Imperial Stout, drink up, mates. Well, Dave, I guess inevitably, unfortunately, we got to get to our third and final tasting of the night. Yeah. No. Yeah. Bring it. I mean, hey, I mean, unless we want to make this like a a forty tasting podcast, which are I'm, you working tomorrow? No, not you know. And I don't know if I can even make 40, but it'd be fun to try. Would it be like, you know, like, like, hey, for our 36th date. <laughs> and then you'd be out like a light. But, um, all right, so our third and final. Actually, bring it back to simpler roots. Tone it down a little bit. We had a heavier IPA, number one. We came back with a rock solid. Uh, 10%. 10% uh, stout. Third and final tasting, courtesy of yet another donation from Jason Moeller. Thank you, Jason. Will Evans gave the first. Jason Moeller gave the third. This is like three in a row or two out of three or three out of four or whatever it was. You guys Keep, rock. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Amen, brother. Keep them donations coming. We have 365, modern IPA from Rusty Rail Brewing Company. 5.5%, 36 IBUs. So right. So when I see that though, I see 365 on the can it's got a it's got the a picture of the planet, planet yep. Earth. Um, I'm thinking 365 days a year. Correct. That's that's I too thought that. At 5.5% and 36 IBUs, I'm thinking this is uh, Rusty Rails entry into the all day IPA category. Right. You know, so, you know, a, a slightly more than your, 
Miller Lite, Coors Light, Budweiser, Fair. Right. But not necessarily like your yeah. top of the mountain, Herculean IPA. Something like an IPA you can actually grab a six-pack to and take it somewhere. Sure. So, uh, thus the 365 days a year. All right. A little tangerine some, Yeah, a little, little, some notes on there. That's good. Good sign. Yep. Yeah, good fl- very good flavor. Solid. Um, yep, solid. <clears throat> what do you got? Yeah. Are you still, con- your, yeah, still it, contemplating the oh, beer? Yeah, yeah, for sure, because not your traditional IPA grabber, but yet very flavorful. Yeah. All right. A little bit, a little bit more hearty. I don't know if that's an appropriate word I can hearty's use as a, a taster. Hearty's a good word. A little bit, well, a little bit more, a heartier than a lawn mowing beer, but it is refreshing. It kind of makes me think of, like, if you're really, you know, want to get into your lawn mowing drinking. Fair enough. I, I, I could go along with that. Yeah, your lines might not be quite as straight as they normally are, but it'd be all right. Yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> yeah, judged by the neighbor across the street, he just fucking give up on his shit. I, I mean, he may have murdered somebody on his lawn and so bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, hey, how could this not draw your attention, Dave? I don't know. Man dies after using glue to, in quotes, seal off penis during sex because he didn't have a condom. <laughs> I thought the same thing. It didn't get my attention because I didn't. I never saw that, but I wish I did. So right, tell so, me, tell us more. Right. Tell us more. Mike. A man has died after using super glue to seal off his penis during sex because he didn't have a condom. Salam Mirza, twenty-five, reportedly applied epoxy adhesive during a tête-à-tête with his girlfriend in hopes that it would serve as a form of protection against per- pregnancy. The couple checked into a hotel at Ahmedabad in, in India on June 22nd, the Times of India reported. Several witnesses... There's said so that, much wrong with this article. Several witnesses said that Mirza, along with his former fiance, both of whom were addicted to drugs... Had gone to to a hotel in that explains a lot. By the way, a local police officer told the news outlet, since they did not have any protection, they decided to apply the adhesive on his private parts to ensure that she does not become pregnant. They were carrying. Here's the kit. Here's the key to the story. It gets funnier. Oh yeah. Here's the key to the story, (laughs) and how what how poor of judgment this is. It's like all right, you know, because I. Nobody could think, you know, if I put super glow on my penis, I won't get her pregnant. But here's the key right here. Um, they were carrying the adhesive. I can't breathe. <laughs> they were carrying the adhesive as they occasionally used it with whitener to inhale her, to inhale the mixture for a kick. So the adhesive was actually a drug. And what, you know, as so you're, they were huffing. As you're huffing. What 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 is the logical step to say? Hey, you know what? If I put this on my dick, you won't become pregnant. I mean, it's, it's logical. I mean, when you kind of 
put the pieces together, I mean, it you know, it kind of goes step for step, right, Dave? It's like, who wouldn't think that way? I mean, so, hey, it's like, whatever. It's like, oh okay. God. So now, and, and okay, and, and, and anyway, he ended up dying. No. Right, yeah, but, <laughs> you know, because they found him dead, but so now is it all the huffing they did, or is it because, I mean, because I don't think you would die. Would you die within three days if you super glued you the end of your penis? Well, apparently so, I guess. But if you anyway. couldn't, if you couldn't pee, maybe. Yeah, well, exactly. So, but so now here, in the reason this story, How much super glue did he throw up there? Well, enough to. I mean, it's not that big a hole. I mean, look well, at your I dick, know, Dave. but I mean, look at your dick, Dave. I mean, it's not that big a hole. Seal I'm, that bad boy. I mean, on an occasion, you know, you sometimes you got to go bad enough. You're blowing out the back of the porcelain. You know, you think the toilet's going to move. You'd think you'd like be able to. You know, you know what? But see now, here's where my question comes in. Because as baffling as that story sounds, it's like okay. So now, where do you draw the line at sorrow? And what I mean by that is like okay, because well, like he did die. Oh yeah, he died. Yeah. yeah, they found him dead. Right. You know. So now, so where do you draw the line? Because like okay, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, and, oh, Crikey's. Um, Steve Irwin? Oh, Is sure. that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Irwin. Careful. I love Steve. I love, yeah. hey, I, I have no animosity towards Steve, right, but right. my, my point is this is like, okay, now, they're not totally related to, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the looking end of for your the di- connection here. They're not totally related to glue the end of your dick <laughs> together to prevent pregnancy. But here's my, it's like, okay, Steve Irwin. Sure. Made his living by uh, sticking his dick in a uh, rattlesnake's snake's mouth. I don't he, think he uh, stuck his put dick his in finger anything. up a uh, um, a cheetah's ass. You know, he swam with the sharks. He put his head in. Move on. Right. You know. So, but he did. You know, and what killed him? Got stung by a stingray. I think. Yeah. 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 So now I'm not asking anybody. To go to her funeral and like, yeah, you deserve to die. Hey, that's what you deserve. That's what you deserve. Hey, man, Steve was dead. You loser cocksucker. You deserve to die. I'm glad. Not asking anybody to do that. But when you're doing what he does. Yeah, what you're saying is if you're going to mess around with dangerous animals, sometimes something's going to happen. And again, you know, like. You never hear enough of these deaths, but what about the people that like the thrill seekers that climb like the CN Tower, the Empire right. State Building, on the outside, no you know no ropes, no harness, and and they just climb. The the it, guy that climbed El Cap, right? Yeah. What about it? If he falls to his death, yeah, there should be no mourning. It's like well. <laughs> The dumb son of a bitch was climbing on the outside of a very big building, right? And or cliff ma- yeah. made it made it made a wrong grab, a slip of the tongue, a slip. Okay, of the I almost see the connection to the story you're trying to. Right. So I mean, by the connection is, do we really mourn this guy's death where he's going to prevent pregnancy by sealing his fucking dick with super glue? Well, I mean the fact that at he, some point Darwinism I mean, has to take over and says, you know oh, what? He would be uh, a Darwin. Get... He would be a Darwin Award winner for sure. I mean, he, or at least he would be a top five. I would think. 
Oh, for yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. So now, so now, my my question is: Do you agree again? You know, especially his parents, his his siblings, close loved ones. You you would never go into the wake or the funeral and like, ha no, no, I'm no, glad no. you're dead, you son of a bitch. You'd go into the wake thinking, how did how how did he get to this point? Like at what at what at what juncture in his life did the you know did the he take a tangent into this? Right, life and, and where, he, that, where he would think that would be a, like an okay thing, and 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 again, that that's my point. Like when they died, I mean, you you almost can't even have any sorrow. It's almost like, well, really, what did you expect? I mean, you're climbing on the outside of a building, you're putting your head into a crocodile's mouth, and you're super gluing your penis. What I mean, what really did you expect to happen? Still a stretch, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, okay. That's not really a stretch. No. I Why would but you? No, you have. I mean, hey, you know what? Why oh, not sure. just take the chances and let her rip inside and just hope she doesn't become pregnant? <laughs> no, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but the sorrow comes from like when when his life took a turn into that lifestyle where he thought like, you know, that's okay, like. You know the drugs and the and and the whatever to you know do all the the dumbass stuff. That's where the that's where that's where you go with the sorrow. You don't you don't specifically focus on the fact that he super glued his penis shut. <laughs> I mean, obviously not. I mean, but we're but we're again like we're like we're if you're a, that big of a thrill seeker, like if if I, don't I think sit, he's a thrill seeker, I just think if it was I sit, high if I sit like, run back and forth, if connecting. I sit, if I sit and run back and forth in rush hour traffic on I-75 down by eight mile road, right, and lo and behold, I get hit by a car and am killed in a car accident. I mean, you can't honestly think to yourself, you're like anything but. Right, but are you what asking was, what was Mike thinking? He knew he was going to kill. How can I feel any Right, but are you are you asking me to be an actuary right now and like I'm say okay, you, well, let's see. What are the odds that no, I'm Mike asking, is I'm asking you, I'm asking you I'm asking you versus versus I'm asking, super can you feel, I'm asking you if you can feel any empathy for fucking people that die like that when it's really in the bottom line grand scheme of things it's just Darwinism. He's one dumb motherfucker and we just ridded him from the planet. Yeah, no, I just I feel the empathy before that happens. Something no, I happened. See, I, don't, I don't get any empathy. No, from no, no, that. no, no. I don't get no, any I, empathy from that at all. I don't care if he was raised by wolves, <laughs> if he was sodomized by apes. You glue your penis together in, in hopes of not getting your girlfriend pregnant. You know what? It's time to rid you of this world, and let's just lighten out the fucking friction in this world because there's no way it should fucking happen. Hey, like I say, take your chance. Well, well, no, rip I, it inside her and just cross your fingers. That's probably a better contraception no, I, method than gluing your penis shut. On the level that you're talking about, yes, I agree with you. It's Darwinism. You know, let the smart and the, yeah, the, the, let the, the, yeah, the survive. The, yeah. The strongest shall survive. Yeah. It's like, so, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, like the rock climber. If you're going to climb Mount Rushmore on the outside and you slip and fall and die, it's like, you know what? Well... <laughs> Why were you doing it? So sorry about your luck, but and again, I'm not condoning. You, you don't go to that person's funeral when his parents are grieving. Like I can't believe it. we raised such a stupid fucking son, and you know, go in there and say, ha, ha, he deserved to die. He deserved that. That's what you deserve. That's what you deserve." 
You're not saying that. No, yeah, exactly. You're not saying that. Right. You're not saying that. But you just have to kind of like, kind of just shake your head and say, well, what did you expect, really? <laughs> what was going to happen? Does anybody not know what, that's what you deserve? That's what you deserve us from? That's the ultimate Steve Rails back line while playing Charles Manson in the movie Helter Skelter. <laughs> Fucking Google it, folks. That's what you deserve. That's what you deserve. All right. <sighs> Boy, in 90 episodes, I've fucking gotten a lot of miles out of fucking Charles Manson. Hopefully really? he doesn't fucking sue me. <laughs> I, I don't think he will. At least we hope he doesn't. All right. Oi. Time for the random question, I think, Dave. All right. Sock it to me. Again, apologize to the listeners. But, in, hey, in 90 episodes, we're going to repeat shit. I mean, you know, we don't put... Pages and pages and pages of notes. And hey, you know, we don't have a three hour pre pod meeting that says, hey, Dave, you know, let's make sure. And we, we don't, don't pay our staff enough really to exactly. go back and, yeah. You know, and, and we've never ever said, you know, episode 90 tonight, we've never ever said, hey, in seven, episode 75, didn't we talk about the pros and cons of abortion? No, I mean we don't, we don't, we don't do that. It's a fly-by-night type shit. So I mean, if we repeat ourselves, I mean, you don't like it, hey, fuck you. But anyway, today's random question. Yes. Both of us, not both of us, all of us have things that put us over the edge, if you will. He's like, ugh. Right. In, in, put us into Bonkerville. Yeah. You, know, you make you a little bonkers, as they, as O.J. Simpson would say when they were interviewing him, when they put him in a cousin. He said, I went a little bonkers. And I love that word, as I mentioned 30 pods ago. And one of my favorite words is bonkers. I went a little bonkers. <laughs> I love that word. Oh, oh, good old O.J. I'm sure he meant it. You know, so, anyway, so now... What does somebody do, Dave? Yeah. <clears throat> or what is it that would put you from zero being calm as a cucumber to de- to ten being a raging fucking lunatic madman? What would somebody say, do that would put you from zero to ten like that? Hmm. So this is a truly random question. Yeah. I was not asked this beforehand or was able to prepare. So it right the a, name. Right out, of, right, right out of the gate, it would probably be doing something to my family. Um, that would be a, probably a standard answer. Uh, uh, hmm. Yeah, I'd have to go with that. Like doing something really like heinous to one of my family members. Like, um, I don't know. Crap. What's something that just absolutely sends me through the roof from one to ten? Well, I don't know. You know me. I I typically don't go from one to ten right away. No. Yeah. So that's a hard question. Especially, if, you know, especially your what sends you to one that sends something heinous. Because my shit is not. I mean, it's irrelevant, and it's like, 
Okay. Well, fuck it. You can, you, you can have a butterfly underneath your windshield wiper, and you can, like, be, like, go to 10 right now. You, Motherfucking butterfly, god damn it. You can't, I can't even see on my windshield. For, yeah, yeah. yeah, that would just be crazy. I would have no, I have no animosity towards that butterfly. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, like, right now, start fucking popping your gum, and oh. I fucking hate your gut. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you're doing. I don't care how laid back the situation It's like, okay, you know what? Kill yourself because I fucking hate your fucking guts. Stop fucking chewing your gum like that because nobody gives a flying fuck and you don't need to chew it that way. I fucking hate your guts. So fucking stop chewing your gum that way because you don't need to fucking chew your gum. That's what fucking, I mean, I would rather watch, I would rather you, I would rather you, I would rather Adolf, I witness Adolf Hitler burning in Nuremberg. I would rather witness Adolf Hitler and I wouldn't be as emotional as I am if you start fucking chomping your gum because that's fucking, I fucking hate that. And you stand next to them. You're doing your job. They're not even with you. You're doing... It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I want to fucking punch you in the temple. I fucking hate you right now. Do not fucking chew your gum. Like, why are you chewing it? Like, There's no fucking reason to do it. And it's like, I mean, you know, hey, be, be against Hitler for all your worth, but it's like, hey, he may have had his reasons, but he ain't chewing his gum like that, I guarantee you. It's, it's crazy that if you want to talk zero to 100 like that, fucking chew your gum like, chew and pop your gum like that to me, and you'll fucking get me over. I'll, I'll run into traffic because it's fucking annoying. It's, it's the most annoying thing on the planet. Yeah. Because why? Because seriously, why would you? Why do you have to make that much noise when you chew it? There's no, there's no reason to do so. No, I, I would agree. <laughs> I, I mean, didn't think hey, about that. I didn't bite your nails. Possibly conceive. Snap that, your fingers. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, little uh, Rain Man uh, twerks and tweaks and twicks and hey, right. whatever it happens. But there's no reason to fucking chew your gum like that. That so that's what puts me from zero to three hundred. Without question. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm glad I got that. I'm, just, I'm like, me. I'm trying to come down from that myself, Mike. <laughs> you just made a mental note. Never chew gum in front <laughs> right. of Mike. I did. I'm not even. I did, you don't even see this gum right here. This is not. This is not gum. I'm putting it away in the backpack. All right. All right. Yeah. Are we ready to rate this? I think we are, Dave. Okay. All right. Well. 90 episodes deep, listener, no. Well, actually, the listeners that have been with us since, like, episode 50. Because so I think I instituted this rating system right around episode 50. I go beer to beer, pod to pod. Um, the Black is Beautiful, I went 405. That's easily my favorite in the night. So now i got to discern if I like Into the Labyrinth Route 26 or... 365 better. And yes. I, th I think Into the Labyrinth was too grapefruity. So I have to rate 365 higher than 345. So I'm just going to give it a 350. Very comparable. But like I said, 
Go, 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 go. Yeah, you nailed it. You got, yep. All right, so. And it was I wrote just, mine down. Yeah. I showed Mike. I had it written down beforehand. So, yep, I liked it a little better than the first one. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, very, Drinkable, very, like very in the IPA yep. category, or in the all-day IPA category. Uh, but I had mine at a 3.25. Good flavor. Ooh, you're, that's 3.25, one of your lowest and a few off backtrack, but that's one of your lowest, I think. But still, when you think about it, like a two a two point five zero is the midway point. Midway yeah. point. So this is better than a midway, right. you know, midway Fair beer. Enough. So I would I would say that. And so for a three hundred and sixty five day a year, you know, IPA, um, good IPA flavor. Uh, nothing that blows my dress up though. Agreed. All right. Well, with. Oh yeah, what's what's going 3, on there? Three thousand six hundred check-ins. The untapped crowd came in at three point six seven, essentially right smack dab in the middle of the two of us. Right on. So, well, actually, a little higher than the two of us. You were at three five. I and was. You at, were at three two five. Yeah, you. I couldn't even remember. No, no. I put three seven five. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. Good yep. call. Right, right smack dab in the middle of both of us. Yeah, I see your paper there. It looks like a seven, but it should be a two. Yep. Let me correct that right now, David. All right, well, before we close this bad boy out, Dave, next week. Yes. The Champs, 54th birthday. Right. One week from tonight. Yeah, Correct. Tonight's the 12th. Yep. Yep. So, episode 91, unfettered. All right, so what are we doing episode 92? Now, originally, I assumed we would do a remote deal from Nashville, Tennessee, Yes. Because Team Wendy, Team Peters, and Team Dawson were supposed to go to Nashville, Tennessee, the 16th through the 19th. Correct. Life got in the way. It did. Wasn't, wasn't able to happen. Team Dawson is not able to attend. And this isn't a rag or a, a joust. or a, Right. So are we going to record early? And, and we have next week to talk about it. We have, you know, so we have two weeks out yet. Right. Are we going to record early maybe like on thursday before we head out team wendy and team peters uh or you know are we going to do 91 straight weeks and finally take a week off i mean hell even the greats yeah take a you True. know take a break so yeah hey listeners any ideas any suggestions you know let us know on twitter facebook instagram smoke signal text voicemail, email, snail mail, however you want to let us know. I mean, do we... Yeah. So... Yeah, I wish we had a best of flights football and yeah. anything else because that would be a good... No, I, I I think we can I think we can put something together. I'll be honest with you. Alright. Yeah. So, I just I just want to throw it out there to the listeners. We'll noodle and, that. We'll yeah. noodle that and put it together and... Yeah. Alright, well, but anyway... As always, Dave, as I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see him out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.